Sorry. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) How can I follow that up? Hi. I don't know. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That meat is catching up to me. Um, Welcome to... I have, I have a, a strange, strange story, story podcast. podcast. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything today is wrong. You sounded really funny no, when good. you did it. Um, so this is the podcast where two sisters retell people's strange and paranormal experiences and stories. Mm-hmm. And it's brought to you by Lindsay and Rebecca. Yes. Rebecca. So we each, you know, we both tell stories. That's it. (laughs) And they're not ours. They're yours. They're your stories that we retell Uh with with cussing, class, and comedy. That's right. Yeah. And we are both drinking tonight. Yes. I'm enjoying a tall glass of mead. Mm Mm-hmm. Yum. Yes. Shout out to the mead. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what meat is, it's wine made from honey. There you go. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you having? I'm having, you know, just wine. Oh, just okay. the same old, same old red wine, uh, apothic dark, because it is on sale. But let's, mm-hmm. Lindsay, let's talk about your mead for a moment. Oh, okay. What's it called? Um, it's the Valhalla one. I had it last time. Didn't I talk about it last time? I can't remember. I think I did. Yeah. But it's called Be Blessed. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it's really cute. B-E-E, blessed. Dude. I feel awful. Okay. Okay, there was, so, there's a beehive in mom and dad's yard. Yes, their backyard. Uh, I live with my mom and dad is basically what I just announced. But they're not living in... Together in the house right now, so you know. I live in mom and dad's house. Um, So there's a tree that has bees. They're honeybees, right? Mm. They're honeybees. They look like honeybees. Um, Anyways, there's a ton of them. And sometimes when I let the dogs out in the morning, it's dark. And if I turn on the porch light, sometimes the bees will come around it. And today the bees came around it, and I was like, oh shit. And I turned the light off. I opened the door and two bees got in the house and they made it into the bathroom where I was. And I got one out safely and I let it outside. And when I let it go, another bee came in and I was like, God damn it. Cause it had already taken me so long to get the bees. Right. And yeah. I was like, I have to get ready. Like I can't keep catching the bees all morning. And I was like, I'm just going to leave them in the bathroom. I'm going to shut the bathroom door. And when I get back from work, I'm going to let the bees out. So then I got home from work and um, I found one dead on the floor in the living room. And I was oh like, my oh, God. no, I don't Dude. know what happened. So then I it died. It. I know. <laughs> so I scooped it up and I put it outside. And then I went in the bathroom and I was like, where's the other one? And I was like, maybe I'll find it. Like, you know, I don't see it in here. And I turned on the faucet sink and then I just saw like the bee. The bee was around the drain and it kind of moved oh. and it was still alive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I can save this one. So I got it and I got sugar water. And I was like, you're fucking welcome, universe. I'm saving the world one bee at a time that <laughs> I left in the house when it came in. Right? Yeah, sure. So I put it outside and it was moving around and it was drinking the sugar water. It was real cute. And then um, I was like, all right, well, have a good night. And I came back inside and the dogs went out again. And I was like, well, I'm going to go check on my little bee friend. 
and I looked and he wasn't there and I was like, I did it. I saved Aww. him. And then I looked down at the porch and I was like, oh no, there he is. He's dead. And then like I looked and the porch was covered in dead bees. Rebecca. What the fuck, dude? Fucking Why are you covered. killing bees? I don't know. And so I was like counting them and I was like, oh my God, there's seven. There's seven bees. And I went and got a little uh, handheld broom. Yeah. And a little dustpan, and I was sweeping them all up, and I was going to go put them to lie to rest in front of the tree that they, you know, live in. Yeah. And then I kept, and I kept, and I kept fucking 40 bees is what I scooped up. Oh, my God. That's so sad. I felt really bad. And so I came inside, and I read, or I, you know, Googled dead bees on porch, and an exterminator's <laughs> website came up. And it was like, if you have porch lights that come on <laughs> when it's dark... The bees will swarm that light until they are exhausted and they die. Oh, oh. So because I had that porch light on, they swarmed it until they just, they were exhausted and they died. Wow. I know. That's so sad. You guys, Lindsay, Lindsay fucking loves bees. Like, I mean, she has a bee tattoo on her arm. (laughs) And then I killed 40 of them. And so this is, this is very tragic for her. I felt really bad. Well, it's I scooped I mean, them all up and I put thing. them. Well, I thought it was kind of weird because I found I had found another dead bee yesterday, mm-hmm. but it was outside, and I was like a dead bee, and I scooped it up and I put it down, you know, by the tree, and I was like, "Is this the bees like getting back at me? <laughs> like, did they <laughs> like what in the world? You know what I mean? It was weird." But then I read, you know, they die from swarming the light, and the light was on. All right, Anyways, well, lesson learned. Turn your porch lights off, people. There you if go. If you know there's bees nearby. Like the article even said, if you have bees living in a tree nearby and you have a porch <laughs> light that comes on. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like my story. Hypothetical. If you have a house, if you live in, in your parents' house, but your parents aren't there, and you have a, a hive in a tree in your backyard of your parents' house, don't turn on your porch lights, you dumb fucking bitch. Because you'll kill them. Because you'll kill them. You're a monster. <laughs> Anyways, that's oh. it. We made it to episode 50. Here we are. and We hit a milestone we're in gonna, the world of podcasts. We're going to toast to the dead bees that you killed. <laughs> I'm pouring okay. out a tiny bit of my wine <laughs> right now for the bees. Also, oh. you can um, feed bees honey. I thought about getting him honey, but I give him sugar water. It yeah, honey's, sugar water. honey's better. Aw, That's okay. That didn't kill them. That, <laughs> that didn't kill it. That's not what did it. <laughs> um, you yeah. know what really... Okay, one more thing. One thing okay. that drives me crazy, because we don't have any announcements, is people... <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh. Damn. Okay. What okay. Gonna, what's the announcement? The announcement is, for the, the Halloween month, we're doing some different thingies. So, um, we haven't decided all of the thingies yet, and there's a thingy that I'm working on that may not make it. We'll see. It's kind of involved. There's a lot going on, but I want to do it, so we'll see. But we're going to change thingies up, so um, you might not hear uh, personal paranormal experiences, but you'll hear some fun, creepy, fun stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be a good time. So just look forward to that in the uh, the haunting month of Halloween, known Yay. as October. Yes. Yes. Okay. And cool. that is it. Mm-hmm. Well, would you like for me to get on to my story? 
Oh, it wasn't the bees? Because that's pretty scary. Because you're killing the environment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll drop it now. <laughs> I feel so bad. I know you do. It's okay. Okay. I'm going to tell my ghost story, Meow. Meow? Yeah. I'm glad that you heard that. Mm-hmm. This cat... I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> This story is about a cat. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. So this story comes to us from a friend. Cool. Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Hey, girl. Um, She submitted this. She got her friend Leslie to submit a story and to start listening to us. Yeah. I went to high school with her. We're in speech and debate together. Nice. Cool. Um, So this is a sad story. So prepare yourself. Take a big jug, yep, a drink. God damn, is that mead really impacting me that much? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is about her parents' cat named Gracie, who actually passed away this weekend. Um, so Gracie was a sweet, grumpy 14-year-old cat, and she'd been sick for a while. They decided to let her pass at home instead of um, taking her to the vet, and she actually passed while she was asleep on the floor next to her mother's bed. Um, so she, she talked about how this is, this was somewhat of relief because they knew Gracie wasn't in pain anymore, which is true. Mm -hmm. And that's not anything bad to say. I think a lot of us feel relief whenever our animals are no longer in pain. Um, but her parents still have one cat. His name is Henry. And she said he's a porker and he's scared of everything. He headbutts for attention and he's about 18 pounds. <laughs> God damn. This is a big cat. He's a monster. Wow. She said he's real chunky and he sleeps in his mom's room. Um, and then also a few years ago, about six to seven years ago, they had a cat and its name was um, Bradley Goosefer Robbins. Adorable. Uh-huh. And it was a big, sweet, cross-eyed Siamese cat who was feisty and um, muscular build. Ooh. And that was her... This cat was her mom's favorite cat. Oh. Okay. So to sum up, she's had two of her cats pass away, and and one is alive, Henry. So a few months ago, her mother was asleep in her room, and she felt a cat uh, jump in the bed and walk around on it in the dark. So she looked to see who it was, but there wasn't a cat there. Um, so usually Henry is the only cat that would sleep in her room, um, except whenever he would sit on her head, (laughs) 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 trying to get her to pet him. Mm -hmm. Um, so her, she, she says, she describes that her mother is very new agey. Um, so what she thinks happened that night is that her cat that she referred to as Goose, her favorite Siamese cat, came to visit her that night. Oh. Okay. So on Saturday night, when Gracie passed, the same thing happened. She felt a cat jump on the bed and walk around, but Gracie was on the floor next to her, and Henry was in the fucking closet. I don't know. Because <laughs> oh he's scared cats. of ghosts. Oh, my God. Cats are the fucking weirdest animals in the world. <laughs> I mean, and that you can literally say, oh, my cat, he was in the closet when this happened. <laughs> And it's you know normal. I mean? <laughs> I know. Okay. So Gracie was on the floor next to her and Henry was in the closet. And um, so her mother felt a cat jump up on the bed. There was no cat there. 
And then she said that Gracie took some deep breaths and then she died. And she thinks that Goose came to take her with her. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) It's a very, it's sad, but it's very sweet. Yeah. And so all of these cats, um, I asked Kristen, did they grow up together? And she said they were like college roommates. She said they tolerated each other because they all had to be together. (laughs) (laughs) So these cats all knew each other. Mm -hmm. And so Goose came back to get Gracie. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. It is very sweet. And then little Porker Henry is left in the closet. (laughs) Porker Henry. So I was curious about it because I think that, like, I know I've experienced seeing my animals after they've passed away. Mm -hmm. And I always thought it was a part of the grieving process. That's what I told myself because I would always see them, like, out of the corner of my eye or I'd see them run across a room. Or, I mean, even now... One of my cats who had passed away when I lived in my first home that I bought, and I've bought two homes, but my first one, um, I still see her in this house. Hmm. I'll see her out of the corner of my eye, like, run, right? So I went and I was reading a bunch of stories to see what the perspective was. And a lot of people were saying, yeah, I always, that they have all seen their animals, and they're usually running, like, across the hall, or they hear the little bell jingle, or something like that. So I looked into it, and um, what I found is that a lot of people think that whenever you see your animal, that it's a residual haunting. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like your animal's favorite place, maybe, it'll return to. And it's described as whenever their energy um, is emotionally charged, and it like imprints itself on the world. Okay. And some people call it a vertical afterimage. So it's like a memory impression from a time of a release of like strong emotions. So probably her cat, um, Goose, was at its happiest whenever it was in bed with her mom. So that's why he, it's a residual haunting, haunting of the, the cat coming back to that place, mm-hmm. which I think is really cute. And a good example yeah. of another type of residual haunting is if people like all hear footsteps in a house. And it's over and over and it's repetitive. That's a residual haunting. So something happening over. Um, And then there's something called an intelligent haunting. So I just wanted to clarify the difference between the two for our listeners. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's debate about whether or not animals can be an intelligent haunting. From what I read. Um, But it's basically where ghosts interact with the present. And it's usually because they need to share a type of message or they're there to watch over loved ones. Um, And it's attachments usually to memories or trauma or tragedy or there's some type of emotional tie. And the way that they can interact is by, you know, opening doors, moving or hiding objects, making strange sounds um, or disturbance of electrical uh, devices. And it's a way that um, a ghost is trying to communicate with you. So I try to think if any of my animals, once they had passed, if anything happened. And the only thing that I ever saw happen, didn't see it happen, but... So one of my cats, she would pull straws out of any drink that you had. (laughs) And I guess when I was younger, for some reason, I had a ton of drinks sitting around that had straws. I don't know what that's about. But she would pull the straws out and chew on them and, like, run through the house with them. And after she had passed, I remember I would always take the straw out 
of my drink and I went to take the straw out and she wasn't there and I had to remind myself she wasn't there to get the straw anymore. But when I woke up, the straw was out of the cup. Weird. I know. That's the only time that something like that there would be some type of interaction with me. Mm -hmm. The rest of the animals that I've had that have passed away, it's more of a residual hunting Mm -hmm. where I just see them running or whatever. Yeah. A lot of people would always see their chihuahuas running across the hall. Oh, I was like, that cute. means they're, they're going to go potty somewhere. Yeah, There's going to be an invisipee <laughs> in the floor in a little bit. Or little dooties, poopies, peepees. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. That's really sweet. I had yeah. um, a similar experience after my cat died. So Wicket, who, if you Google Wicket which is W-I-K-I-T, um, on most social media accounts, that's me. Yeah. She's, she's my namesake <laughs> mm-hmm. for everything that I do. And I don't want to play favorites, but like I had that cat. She was, she was the first bottle-fed kitten that I raised. Yeah. And um, she slept with me every single night. And like she had to be cradled. So it was very, God. you know, it was very, she demanded it. And this she was a, like the meanest fucking cat She was cat so fucking mean. Yeah. And I loved her so much. She was so cute. Yeah. And uh, after she passed away, this was, I think, a couple of months afterwards. It wasn't even like close to her recent passing that I had the same kind of experience. Like I felt a cat jump on the bed with me and there were no pets in the room with me at all. And the way that we had to sleep is I slept on my, on my right side and, uh, she had to be held. Like I had to physically hold her close to me. Oh my Um, God. That's how she liked to be. Yeah. It was, it's been, it was a rough, like 16 years. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But so I had to sleep on my left side. If I wasn't, she would pester me and like poke me and, you know, try to, you know, try to get me to move because that was our routine. Um, so this night um, in particular, I was laying in bed and I, I was either laying on my left side or I was, or I was on my stomach. I can't remember. And I felt a kitty cat jump on the bed, come up you know, to where I was and then tap me on the elbow. Don't you make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's really sweet. Yeah, it's an, it's it's interesting. Um, it is sweet. I miss her so much. But anyways. Now you have a record for being cats. If you recall one time when I was watching your cats, mm-hmm. your cat, Jet, cornered me in your bedroom. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was on your bed, and everywhere I moved, he was like, <laughs> like he was I spitting know. at me. <laughs> you had, like, I was I tell, I tell people that come into the house, like, don't be worried about the dog. She's cool. Mm-hmm. Be worried about my cat. He might fuck yeah. you up. <laughs> He'll kill you, man. Yeah. Well, I have a guard. right out of your head. Guard cat, yeah. Well, that was a great story. It's a very sweet story. Thank you, I Kristen. loved it. Yes, yes, thank you, Kristen. I'm sorry about your kitty cat passing. That's very sad. I know. That was me wiping a tear away because I have tears in my eyes. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) 
Do y'all like weird stuff? How about mysterious stuff? Are you a skeptic? Or a believer? Wanna hear the legend? And the facts? And the lore? And the science? And the myth? And the theories? Come on down to None of This Is Real. The podcast for all things mysterious and weird. With us, Doomsday Demini. And Sarah Sinkhole. Lifelong friends who have spent years poking their fingers through the veil. All while making each other laugh till it hurts. Find us on all the major podcast <laughs> platforms and social media. That's None of This Is Real, the podcast. You don't have to believe any of this but you do have to believe on yourself believe all over yourself um i have a story and this story is brought to you by um one of the co-hosts from um none of this is real podcast yeah i've heard of them before i know you may have heard them from an ad that we were playing by them um this is from damani and her co-host is sarah just let you know um check them out they're really funny they're really cute and they're just like us we have one that is a complete believer one is that a non-believer you know what we call skeptic in the field cute Oh, and I think that, we are funny and cute. And that too. <laughs> funny and cute. And um yeah. So so give them a listen if you guys want to. Also, they look for um paranormal experience as well. So um I can leave the contact information in the show notes and shit. So here we go. So this started about two years ago and it was right before Halloween. Um, uh, she was visiting her cramp- grandparents' gravesite, and so she just sat there a while, just to kind of hang out with them, probably missing them. I imagine mm-hmm. sometimes you just need a little silence with your loved ones. Um, and she was getting ready to go, but before she did, she kind of quietly asked if they had any messages for her, and so she sat there for a moment. And nothing happened. She didn't hear anything. She didn't see anything. Nothing caught her attention that was like, you know, there was no writing in the sky at this point. And so she was like, well, I I guess I'm going to go ahead and go now. Um, But before she left, she noticed that there were some figurines that were on her grandmother's headstone that were dusty and cobwebby. And they were were covered in dead insects. And she's like, that's disgusting. I'm going to clean this. (laughs) Were they dead bees? I don't think so. Maybe she didn't say. Um, So she was cleaning the area off. And then she figured out why there was dead bugs all over her grandmother's gravestone. Because a huge black widow spider fucking came out from the shadows. And I was like, it's me. And and this kind of freaked her out. She saw the spider and she ran to her car. She grabbed a towel. She brushed, she ran back to the headstone, brushed off the spider and then booked it to the car. (laughs) 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 So where is this all leading to? So after she's probably 10 miles away from this spider that is currently hunting her down. Cause you know that that spider is looking for her. Um, Absolutely. She started wondering if this was maybe a message from her grandmother. So she assumed that it was. She was thinking it was her grandmother trying to tell her 
not to kill and eat her husband, like black widows do, um, but took it as a way to to change her life in a way to weave it the way that she wanted to and create and to create what she wanted. Um, so I thought that was pretty uh, a pretty sweet story. I love symbolism and omens and signs, and yes. um, I'd like to believe that I am um, intuitive. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I can see signs and signals and shit, but I don't feel like I'm, you know, that's just me being me, but I don't think I'm that deep. Um, but I, I did some digging around about spiders and what they meant. Uh-huh. And so I went to this one website. It's really cool. Um, it's called, let's see here. It's called spirit-animals.com. And it just talks to you about, your spirit animal and what you see. And I'm not necessarily saying that, that this black widow is her spirit animal. Um, but it does, um, talk about some representation of the black widow in particular, actually the spider. Um, so this, I'm just going to read it kind of verbatim. Um, so if this is your animal totem, um, this insect teaches you to balance between the past and future, the physical and spirit male and female. Um, she has strength and gentleness combined. She awakens creativity, sensibilities, and um, reminds you that the past is always interwoven in the future. Um, spiders are the keepers of the uh, primordial alphabet. So her body is shaped like the number eight, and she has eight legs, which symbols um, an infinite uh, number of possibilities of creation. Um, her eight legs represent four directions of the medicine wheel and four winds of change. Um, spiders, uh, what does my handwriting say? Oh, sp- the spider's message is that you are an infinite being who will continue to weave patterns of life of and living throughout time. So do not fail to see what the eternal uh, plan of creation is. Those who weave magic with the written word usually uh, have this as their totem. So that's kind of cool. Very spiritual little little creatures have Dude. more meaning than we thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't kill spiders. Oh my god, I was just going to get to that. Yeah. Yeah, so there's so much... Um, uh, culture around spiders and what they mean to different people in different places and stuff like that. So in some areas, um, uh, seeing a spider means good fortune. So it means that you're going to get your pocket lined with money pretty soon. If you kill a spider, it is extremely unlucky, unlucky and implies that you will lose money. Um, (laughs) it says though, if you must kill a spider, apologize to at first okay i can do that oh i don't kill spiders i don't either but if i needed to okay that makes sense like what if it's a brown was it recluse is that what it's called yeah you just pick it up and put it outside but they're with a jar yeah but Lindsay, come on how many times have you been bitten by a, a brown recluse several times never okay never but never. one time i did find one in my house my first house mm-hmm. it was because i threw some towels down in the laundry room that were wet 
And then I found him in there. And I was like, my fault. But it died in the towels. So. <laughs> I see what you mean. But when I saw it, I was like, dude, I think that's a brown lip. But then I'm one of those people, you know those at the grocery store? I don't know if you have these in Colorado. But in Texas, they have like these pamphlets of like the spiders of Texas. <laughs> The snakes of Texas, the birds that, you know, that I you know, know what you're I'm talking, talking about. about. Yeah. I have the spider one. So I went and got my spider one and I was like, that's a fucking brown one. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that could have been good luck. Well, not that you killed it, actually. You did. Well, I didn't kill it. Okay. Well, we don't know who killed the spider. Um, so in some cultures, they say if you see a spider in the morning, um, that that's unlucky. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. And they All associate right. that with, um, people who, so this is like a long time ago, like ancient Greece, like <laughs> it's so ridiculous to think of it now. Like only poor people weave <laughs> in the morning. And that's what the spider represents in the morning is a poor person weaving. So that's bad luck. If you weaving? are weaving, like weaving a mat, weaving whatever yeah only rich class and high folk do their weaving in the evening thank you very much oh my lord i know right yeah it's kind of funny i'll see spiders in the morning thank you and they'll be good drive into work (laughs) (laughs) yeah the other day at the morning workout that i do there was a tarantula Mm-hmm. It was a big spider. That's the thing that I kind of miss about Texas is that there were giant tarantulas and not to say that they're not alarming, but they're so cool to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then th- there's also a shit ton of toads. Like it rains. No, not horny toads. Oh, I had never seen a horny toad in Austin. I only saw like real toads. Like, did you see, see me start to say, shut the fuck up? I was like, we fucking saw horny toads. Not in Austin, dude. Yeah, but when we were kids. You said you were Yeah, whenever Texas. we were kids. Yeah, you're right. You're right, girl. You're right. I know. They spit blood out of their eyes. Yeah, and it's fine. It's all right. <laughs> it's fine. It's just what they do. And their tails come off. It's okay. Do they come off? Yeah, I remember their fucking tails would rip off. Ugh. God, lizards are so lizards weird. And then the lizards' tails come off. No, I maybe know. it's just horny toads. No, fucking... um, geckos do, too. Ew, God. I just can't. You guys, if you haven't seen a gecko, like the geckos in Texas are like their bellies are fucking see-through. So yeah, they're climbing they're up your window. <laughs> yeah. They're eating your moths and you just see their little heartbeats and shit. It's Aww. so weird. It's kind of cute. <laughs> it's adorable. So this is what we know about today. Mm-hmm. Don't leave your porch light on. If you have a tree that has bees in it and you live in your mom and dad's house. Right. And and don't animals, kill spiders. Well, don't kill spiders. But I was going to say no. animals can have residual or intelligent hauntings, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. In my humble opinion. Yeah. And then yours was don't kill spiders. Right. So many lessons learned today. Is I'm just going to get up on my soapbox for just right. one momento, if you don't mind. <laughs> my haircut suddenly got really short in the back and long in the front. <laughs> And I need to speak to the manager, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I just feel like 
why are we still debating like if animals have the right to haunt you or if they dream or if they feel or if they have a soul or whatever like if anybody has ever had a pet ever in their lives you know that that motherfucker dreams for sure i know that my dog dreams because she wakes me up in the middle of the night like running in bed um obviously that's a dream she's got i mean she's the sweetest kindest being in the whole wide world if anybody's going to heaven it's her it's not me i one of the articles that i read that was saying if animals could haunt at all and it was like well some people don't think they have souls and then I just clicked out of the article and went to another one. I was like, I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not going to even talk to those people. Yeah, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, souls. some people believe that. Well, I mean, just because something, even if something didn't have a soul, whatever the fuck a made up thing is. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Like, but there's no scientific fact of a soul. You know what I mean? But we go ahead and, and decide that we're going to assign souls to a hierarchy of animals or beasts because we decide they're more important. You know what I think that a soul is, is a consciousness. I can see that because you can't define what a con- what consciousness is. Oh, wait, I, oh, wait, oh, does it mean that you're like with it? <laughs> it means that you're woke as fuck. We're bringing it back. You guys. Wait, We're what woke. are we bringing? Woke. <laughs> We're woke as fuck. <laughs> This episode has been more of us just fucking around. Yeah, sorry, you guys. More than anything. I mean, I hope you appreciate us standing up for animal souls. Yeah. If anybody's and going bees, to heaven. And for the spiders. Yeah. Wait a second. This is what's fucking weird. I told a bee story unprompted, and then you told a story about spiders. <laughs> I said unprompted. <laughs> Nobody asked me to talk about the bees today, but I did. Well, you also <laughs> talked about cats. I did. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Things We're just, sisters. They just connect together and we don't even know it. Mm-mm. Yeah, she sent me a text saying I'm going to talk about animal spirits. Um, oh, yeah, I did I tell like, you that cool. already, didn't I? Yeah, you did, but I didn't choose my top my my story based on what you put. That's so. true. Anyway, Yeah. Shall we uh, wrap this thing up? Because we have gone on several tangents. Okay. Remember what to do? If you have a story that you would like for us to read, we'd be happy to. You can send it to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com. We look forward to it. Oh, that was beautiful. I know. <laughs> Subscribe, <laughs> rate, and review us. Uh, if you do any of those things, please take a snapshot of it. Send it to our email address with your mailing address, and we will mail you some stickers. Um, if you'd like to mail us anything weird or your story, uh, send it to 2292, hold on, P.O. Box 2292, Georgetown, Texas. That's G-E-O-R-G-E-T-O-W-N-T-X 78627. Ooh, almost didn't get that in. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And we have t-shirts if you'd like to buy them. We have We have t-shirts. them in all different sizes and cuts. Same color, though. <laughs> <laughs> they're all and, gray <laughs> they're uh you know personally made by Rebecca I should personally the drawing. make drawing yeah, yeah she did the drawings <laughs> and I made the drawing I did the drawing and I said the little thing that I said on there and that's it you're welcome you guys 
yeah. Anyways, I mean, I guess that's it. That's it. Aww. Until next time.